the Talmud in Tractate Rosh Hashanah brings that Almighty said to the Jewish people on the day of Rosh Hashanah, the day of judgment, say before me the psukim of the Torah that describe Hashem as the king in order to make me a king over you, to anoint me as your king, to accept me as your king. And this is the source of a major part of the Musaf tefillah, where Hashem is described through Psukim from the Tanakh as our king for the purpose of our accepting Hashem as our king. What is the meaning of accepting Hashem as our king? It would seem that this is explained to be an advice, a, a method whereby we can be found worthy on the Day of Judgment. But what is it really all about? What is involved in accepting Hashem as our king? It's quite common to understand this as an act of submission and subservience up to the degree and perhaps even including self-negation. A person should totally give himself over to the will and the service of the Almighty with no concern for himself, with a total surrender of his entire existence to the Almighty. However, if we analyze the words of Ramchal and Derech Hashem, and if we think into it, we may discover that there could be a significant misunderstanding contained in this concept. And maybe this is not quite the correct description of our accepting of the Almighty as our King. Ramchal Derech Hashem explaining the mitzvah of Kriyashma, saying the Shema, he lays out that in truth, in terms of Hashem's true essence, it is essentially impossible for there to be any connection because the Almighty is a totally independent, self-contained, perfect being that is not dependent we're not in need of any connection to anything else. However, in his creation of the world, he desired, and his plan includes, that there should be this connection. He is involved in caring for the affairs of all the created beings. And, says Ramachal, he wanted to be as a king to his created beings. He saw fit, as the infinite divine wisdom dictates, that it is proper, it is necessary, that there should be a kind of a relationship of a king with his people. But the way that Michal describes it is amazing. 
He says that the Almighty desired in His great goodness and kindness to, in His humility, lower His exalted honor and relate to His created beings. Even though in truth they have no true connection to Him. And He wanted to be for them in the level, the nature of a king with his people, that he should be considered for them as the head, as a leader, and to be honored, so to speak, by them. As if it would be possible to say that the Almighty will be honored by his people as a king who is honored and glorified by his people. The king has a great and exalted nation that is the honor, the true great honor of the king. And so too with the Almighty. As the Pasuk says in Mishle, by the multitude of the people, the king is honored. We do many mitzvot specifically, the large group, in order that there should be a greater honor brought to the Almighty through our service in that fashion. And he considers it to be an honor for himself. And it is in this fashion that he is considered as our head, as our leader, honored by us, and we in turn are obligated to do his service, to listen to all that he commands as the king who is directing his nation. It seems that there is room for significant misunderstanding of the subservience of a people to a king that their service will be for the sake of the king. The Malm spells this out in his explanation of the Pasuk in Pashas B'Shalach where Hashem says, I am your doctor. I'm giving you the commandments of the Torah not for my sake as would be often the case when a master and perhaps a king is commanding his servants. But rather, I'm like a doctor who's advising a patient. So we could misunderstand our accepting Hashem as the king and our subservience as if we would be submitting and serving the king's needs, as if he needed something from his people. But this is not what the Ramchal is describing. Ramchal is describing... Hashem is lowering His great honor to enable us to have a connection with Him. It is of the most uplifting type of experience that there could possibly be. He's enabling us to have a connection with Him that innately should be impossible. And He is relating to us in such a fashion that He derives honor from us from his nation, from his creations, from his people. So we are not being lowered and being negated through that relationship. On the contrary, we are uplifted in the most amazing way. So in that sense, what is the meaning of our accepting Hashem as our king? Of course, it can only mean to enter into that relationship with the fullness of the responsibility that it entails. We are chosen to be that nation 
to which Hashem is the king, the leader, to follow his directives for the sake of his purpose being achieved. And of course, what is that purpose? The ultimate perfection of the world and of every individual. And as Ramchal describes the Mitzvah of Tzitzis, that purpose that the Creator has has been entrusted to us, the, the servants that are seen as worthy of that mission. So our acceptance of Hashem as our King means to be in that relationship where He has lowered Himself, so to speak, to allow us to have that connection. And we are accepting upon ourselves our share of that relationship to follow His direction that is intended to bring about the ultimate benefits that we could possibly receive from Him. And just to illustrate from perhaps a couple of sources how the nature of this acceptance of Hashem as our King cannot possibly be in a form of self-negation of lowering of the person, of some kind of a sacrifice of one's identity. If we remember the episode that the Gemara brings in Shabbos of the would-be convert approaching Hillel and asking to be converted to Judaism on the condition that he can be taught one single principle that will encompass the entirety of the Torah. Shammai held that's not possible. But Hill accepted him. Hill was able to find that there is a single principle that encompasses the entirety of the Torah. To which he said, be a loyal, devoted, good, trusting friend. Hashem describes himself as our friend and the friend of our fathers. And Hill said, just like you know how painful it is if your friend will disregard your request, your advice, will not be loyal in the relationship. So act the same way in relationship with Hashem. Engage in that friendship that is offered to you in the fullest, complete fashion of true trust and true dedication one to the other. Hashem is dedicated to us and we have to reciprocate and trust Him, rely upon Him, follow His directives and, and not turn our back on that. So if we are taught that the fundamental principle that encompasses the whole Torah is to engage in a relationship of friendship with Hashem, then it cannot be that the concept of accepting Hashem as our King is in contradiction contradiction to that that's the two cannot coexist it must be in a fashion that the two can coexist and in truth they can where the king is accepting his best and loyal friend to also be the servant that will be the source of his greatest honor they can certainly coexist that will not be self-negation that will be only the greatest elevation as Hashem desires. And it seems also from the Sefer Achinuch that there is indeed 
a, a source, a powerful source in a person for the most extreme self-injury that could also play a role in distorting the proper understanding of the Torah. Where he, where he explains the mitzvah of not destroying fruit-bearing trees. He says that the root of the mitzvah is that a person should love good, benefit, productivity, success, and attach himself to that. He describes how the righteous people are overjoyed when they see people that are successful, that are in harmony with each other. They will bring whoever they can close to Torah out of that desire that they should have all good success and of course the greatest success of spiritual achievements. They will not destroy anything that is productive and will even pain them. It will pain them if they see something being destroyed that could have been a source of, of use and benefit to people. And this is the opposite of the wicked people who are rejoicing in the destruction of the world, who love destruction. Can we imagine such a thing in a person of wanting destruction? We think the wicked people, they're pursuing worldly pleasure. They have passion, they have greed, they have powerful physical drives. Sefer Chinuch says, no, it's not only that. There's a power of destruction, even of the self. And that will pull a person towards spiritually destructive behavior. And the contrast is loving what's good for oneself. Loving what is good for everyone. Loving prosperity, loving success, loving everyone being benefited, being successful to the highest degree. So that also has to be consistent with a person's accepting Hashem as his king, accepting to be committed, to be fully engaged in bringing about the desire of the king which a person has within him the capacity to have the love for and that is the fullest benefit for himself and for everyone in a truly self-loving way and a love for all that the creator desires. Thank you very much.